Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Starting with the update on the alarming state of affairs in Manipur after the violence between different ethnic groups. The Supreme Court was today considering two petitions. First, led by Manipur Tribal Forum Delhi, seeking protection of the Kuki tribe by the Indian Army and the second one filed by chairman of the Hill Areas Committee of Manipur Legislative Assembly, Dinganglung Gangmai, challenging the direction of the Manipur High Court to consider inclusion of Metei community in the scheduled tribe list. In the last hearing, the Supreme Court had sought for an updated status report from the state of Manipur, which was submitted today. CJI D.Y. Chandrachud asked the Manipur Tribal Forum to go through the report and present concrete suggestions. However, when senior advocate Colin Gonzalez, appearing for the Manipur Tribal Forum, expressed skepticism regarding the claims of the state, saying that despite the assurances, the violence had not stopped. The bench clarified that the Supreme Court's role was limited to the interpretation of the law and not to run law and order situation on ground, as that is for the elected government to handle. And now an update on the teacher recruitment scam from West Bengal. As you know that Calcutta High Court in May this year had allowed Enforcement Directorate to summon Trinamool Congress leader and member of parliament Abhishek Banerjee while hearing a petition relating to alleged irregularities in the recruitment of teaching and non-teaching staff in West Bengal government-sponsored schools. First, Justice Gangopadhyay of the Calcutta High Court had allowed the ED to summon Banerjee, but the order was stayed by the Supreme Court directing the matter to be reassigned to another bench because of certain television interviews given by Justice Gangopadhyay. But the second bench refused to recall the order by holding that the findings in the order had attained finality and would operate as res judicata. Banerjee was also fined Rs 25 lakhs. Against this, he approached the Supreme Court through an SLP, where the court today refused to interfere with the High Court's ruling. But the Supreme Court has given him the liberty to invoke alternate remedies, and the cost of Rs 25 lakh imposed has been deleted. The Supreme Court today issued notice to the Union Government on a writ petition filed by the Delhi Government challenging Centre's ordinance which takes away the powers of Delhi Government services. The petition also points out that the ordinance was brought out a week after a constitution bench of the Supreme Court pronounced that the Delhi Government has power over services. It is argued that through the ordinance, the central government has in effect overturned the Supreme Court's verdict. The bench comprising Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachud and Justice P.S. Narsimha posted the matter next Monday for considering the prayer for interim reliefs. Stay tuned with us. Delhi's former Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia has approached the Supreme Court in a plea seeking bail. As you know, the AAP leader was arrested by the CBI in February this year regarding irregularities in the framing and implementation of the excise policy for the year 2021-22, alleged by the CBI. Last week, the Delhi High Court had denied bail to Sisodia in the money laundering case relating to the implementation of previous liquor policy in the national capital. Senior Advocate Dr. Abhushek Manusinghvi, appearing for Sisodia today, sought urgent listing, citing the illness of Sisodia's wife, 
who has again been hospitalized. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear the plea on 14th July. The Supreme Court has today granted interim protection from arrest to the editor and publisher of Malayalam YouTube news channel Marunadan Malayali, Shajan Shakaria, in a criminal case under the SCST Act over making derogatory remarks against MLA PV Srinijan. The bench comprising CJI Chandrachud and Justice PS Narsimha passed the order while issuing notice on the SLP filed by Sakarya challenging the Kerala High Court's dismissal of his appeal against rejection of anticipatory bail by special court in the matter. The FIR in the case was registered on a complaint lodged by Srinijin. The court said that the statements may be defamatory but were not offences under the SCST Act. The bench also asked senior advocate Siddharth Luthra, representing Sakarya, to advise him to be more restrained in his comments as a senior journalist. The Delhi High Court, in an important observation, has said that a wife is neither an appendage nor an adjunct to her husband, and her identity does not merge or get subsumed in her husband's identity. This was while directing a tenant to vacate a shop proposed to be used by daughters of a landlord for starting their business in the national capital. Justice Najmi Waziri observed that a wife in law retains her individual entity including the natural right to pursue her dreams, aspirations, desire and need to be financially independent or otherwise do some meaningful social work. Next is an update on the tragic Tanor boat accident that claimed 22 lives, including 15 children, in Mallapuram district in May this year. A bail application has been moved in the Kerala High Court by Sebastian Joseph, the chief surveyor of the Kerala Maritime Board, who had been arrested in connection with the incident. The High Court had initiated suomoto proceedings in the matter on 9th May. The petitioner has stated that he was arrested and detained in police custody in order to satisfy the media which had made hue and cry alleging the involvement of politicians and to stop the media from making allegations against the government. Justice Ziyad Rahman has posted the matter for consideration on July 12th. Stay tuned with us. The Delhi High Court today set aside the order which cancelled Overseas Citizenship of India card of academic and writer Ashok Swain. Swain, who is also a UNESCO Chair on International Water Cooperation since 2007, in his plea argued that he received a show cause notice in October 2020, arbitrarily barring the OCI card on the alleged premise that he was indulging in inflammatory speeches and anti-India activities. Justice Prasad directed the union government to pass a detailed order giving reasons for exercising its powers under the Citizenship Act of 1955 within three weeks. Justice Prasad also clarified that the court had expressed no opinion on the merits of the case. In next update, the Gujarat High Court has stayed the criminal trial proceedings against New Delhi Lieutenant Governor Vinay Saxena in a 2002 assault and rioting case till the disposal of his plea for abeyance of trial till he holds the post of LG. The bench of Justice Samir J. Dave also issued a notice to the Union of India. Saxena has been accused of allegedly assaulting activist Medha Patkar in 2002. 
It was argued before the High Court that Saxena is presently occupying the post of LG of Delhi and he is liable to get immunity from facing a criminal trial because of express bar contained under Article 361 of the Constitution as the Lieutenant Governor is equivalent to Governor. On the other hand, advocate A.J. Yagnik, appearing for social activist Medha Patkar, argued that since an LG is not a governor, the protection is not available to an LG. Justice Dave stayed the criminal trial proceedings and posted the matter for hearing on 29th August. And lastly, the Bombay High Court has quashed detention orders against a father-son duo and their advocate allegedly detained for raising their voice against pollution caused by marble industry. A division bench of Justice Revati Moite Dere and Justice Sharmila Deshmukh observed that the orders were passed without application of mind. No material was placed before the detaining authority to conclude that the detainees threatened the peace and tranquility of the public. The court quashed the detention orders and ordered immediate release of the detainees. The court emphasized that preventive detention as an anticipatory measure unrelated to a specific offence should be strictly construed and adherence to procedural safeguards is mandatory, however technical. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.